This is the CR Checkup Podcast. My name is John. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ that struggles with drugs, alcohol, and pride. And you're listening to the Friday Follow-Up. On the Friday Follow-Up, we continued the discussion that we started in person on Monday. And this week, we're talking about Step 7. We humbly asked him to remove all our shortcomings. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Super excited to have each and every one of you here with me today. Happy New Year. I'm so excited for all of the new opportunities that 2021 is going to bring to each and every one of you. And I can't wait to see what God does this year through Celebrate Recovery in each one of your lives and just uh, in this ministry all over the world. Um, Last Friday follow-up, we actually had the Christmas story reading, and I hope that you enjoyed that. And before that, we were kind of wrapping up our conversation about step six, where we were becoming entirely ready to ask God to remove all of our shortcomings. And uh, this just really does bleed over into step seven, where we uh, ask God to remove those shortcomings. And so um, I just want to talk a little bit today about some of the things that came up in our group on Monday. Um, Hopefully you were there to make it. Um, But of course, whether you come or you don't come, um, the hope is that you can join in on the conversation and to be able to uh, receive and and follow along with us um, in our conversations about it. The thing that I wanted to talk about uh, today is something that seems to be coming up quite a bit lately is changing your mind, changing our minds. And um, for me, I know personally it was this idea that I had that if I could just stop drinking and drugging, then my whole life will change. If I could just get rid of this thing in my life, uh, then I won't have any problems. And of course, uh, that was terribly wrong. And uh, it set me back uh, for much longer than it needed to, because what I came to, to realize is that my stinking thinking was was my problem, right? It was my the way I thought was Uh, the issue that I was having in in all different areas of my life. And so once I stopped using drugs and alcohol, I came to find out, well, I've got a head issue. I've got all of these thoughts and the outlooks that I have on life and the way that I view people, places, and things are all uh, problematic. And I needed to be able to change my mind in order to move forward inside of my recovery. And the way that this really does happen is right around this time in step six and seven, um, because as we work up into this point, we're probably focusing on maybe one or two issues, um, such as drugs and alcohol, or maybe codependency, lust, um, you know, anger, uh, sex, any, whatever it is, we're probably pretty focused on that thing and trying to refrain from acting out in that type of way. Um, and as we move through steps four, and five, we're kind of at this point where we've looked at a lot of different areas of our lives. And in step six, as we mentioned, becoming ready and into step seven, where we actually ask God to remove these shortcomings. Uh, This is where, um, if it hasn't happened already, um, whether a lot or or a little bit, um, our minds begin to change because we're actually offering up 
a lot of those different um, character defects and, and ways of thinking that fed into the actual actions that were happening. And this is uh, much like kind of the idea of, of uh, if you looked at your mind as, as kind of a garden, right? And you have all of these different ideas and concepts all growing. Um, and then you've got a bunch of weeds in there, right? That kind of cloud uh, your judgment and cloud uh, your ways of thinking. And if we get to step uh, seven and we don't get to the root of the problem and actually ask God to remove those things instead of just trimming back those weeds and kind of uh, just uh, pushing them to the side, then those things are going to grow back up. And so I actually have to let my mind be changed in this process. I literally have to start thinking about things differently. I need to change my perspectives on life, on the way that I view people, on the way that I act. And this is that process of beginning to change. And And uh, I shared with our group on, on Monday uh, the secret to recovery. And um, as this may kind of come off a little uh, jokingly, I, I do, I really do mean this, is the secret to recovery is being others focused. My entire life uh, leading into recovery was very self-centered. I was very focused on myself and what I expected, even if it didn't really seem that way, right? Like I, I acted in a way um, that, that didn't really seem like I was being selfish um, I acted like I was trying to help other people. I, I would pretend like um, I cared about other people's interest or their well-being uh, when ultimately I was manipulating them to get uh, something that I wanted. And a lot of times it wasn't very obvious, right? Like I actually believed that I was uh, thinking about other people, that I, that I was I was considering them. And as I worked through this process, I, I begin to see you know the true nature of that. And so um, changing my mind is coming to terms with it and then changing, right? It's, it's one thing to realize I need to make a change and then actually making that change and becoming more focused on other people. Now, uh, if you're struggling with codependency, codependency is your primary struggle here. Uh, you might think, well, that's actually my problem. You know, I, I think, about too many, uh, think about other people too much and um, I would you know, kind of push back on that a little bit because hopefully you've, you've come to realize that um, codependency often, although I'm spending a lot of time being concerned about other people's thoughts and feelings and their emotions and what they need, um, although I'm spending a lot of time thinking about that, ultimately the reason I am doing that in a struggle with codependency is to feel my self-worth. Um, I might manipulate people into needing me uh, so that I can feel like I'm needed or to be able to um, feel my self-worth through other people. And so um, what we're talking about here is a true desire to serve other people. And this, of course, comes through having a loving relationship with Jesus. Um, and when I do that, when I, when I love Jesus, and I have a healthy understanding of who God is and what he's trying to do inside of my life. I will look at people as if they were Jesus. Jesus says this in his scriptures. He says, um, when you uh, fed somebody who was hungry, you visited somebody in prison, it it's like you're doing it to me directly. And having this other's focus where I'm serving people makes a complete difference inside of my life. And, and it ultimately really takes care of um, a lot of the other struggles that I uh, might have come up inside of my life.
Um, the uh, other thing that I just wanted to, to speak on uh, pretty quickly, hopefully quickly, <laughs> is um, just one of the last things that we talked about on Monday is that uh, we have to choose to change. Um, you know, if, if I'm content with how I am right now, whether uh, if I'm in the process of, of recovery and I'm, you know, halfway through and I've made some changes and now I'm content with how I am or whether I am uh, haven't even started yet and I'm content with my actions or, or whatever else, um, then, you know, the chances are of me changing are, aren't great, you know, and in my program, every single day, I have to make the conscious, the conscious decision to actually change. And this is what really propels my recovery on uh, year after year is having a mind that's changeable, allowing my mind to actually be changing, and then also choosing to make those choices. Somebody told me really early in the program something that was offensive to me uh, that I, I came around to understand why they said it. They said, John, if you're not ready to be here, go out and get ready. And that was a hard thing to hear. But ultimately, the, the thing about that is, is that if I'm, if I'm not willing, if I don't even want to change, then I'm wasting my time and I'm wasting other people's time as well. And uh, the reality of it is, is if I don't want to change, then I will not change. And so I uh, encourage each one of you uh, to, to meditate on that and to really um, think about that inside of your own recovery uh, if you want to change, if you truly want to change. And if you do, start making those changes. Talk to somebody about it. Reach out to me on the podcast or find a group where you can be honest. Thank you for listening to the Friday follow-up. I hope that you take what we talk about here and have conversations with others. The things that we talk about on here are meant to start conversations, not end them. So I pray that you would talk with someone about what you heard here today and that you would look for ways to be a light in your own community. If you are struggling to find community and people to talk with, then please send an email to recovery at palmvalley.org and I will personally get you connected with a volunteer from Celebrate Recovery. Nothing changes the fact that we need each other, even if that means that we have to find new and creative ways to do so. You can also send me encouraging messages, comments, or concerns to that same email, recovery at palmvalley.org. And if you're enjoying this podcast, then please share it with someone else. I love you all, and I hope to see you soon.